Live from the studio. We rushed that intro. We had to get it in. We had to get started. <laughs> you guys don't understand. Yeah, it was just when there's just so many electronics on at the same time. One mm-hmm. of them is down mm-hmm. to just like whack out real quick. Yeah, I was actually certain. I was certain that it was going to work because I had this set up since 630. In the, in the morning. In the morning. In the morning. I pulled an all-nighter. <laughs> and then it was literally golden up until the second we decided we were going to start. And then it was just like, you know what, let's... Uh... Yeah, we literally hit record. <laughs> the camera switched to me, and then it froze mid the intro. Yes. <laughs> just checking. Still going. Okay. <laughs> all right. We're working. <laughs> That's good, dude. Well... I'm glad we got the fucking more Miller Lights going here. Miller High Life's, mm-hmm. personally. Come on, don't cheapen it. I know. Miller High, <laughs> Miller Life, high Life's, dog. They're up, to, they're up to $13.99 now at yeah, Top Show. I mean, they're high class. Yeah, but they used to be $11.99, dude. That used to be the deal of the century, if you recall. Yeah, for 18 of them? But that was pre-pandemic That was better prices. than, like, I mean, obviously, I was thinking about this when we were setting stuff up, because we have, like, a Zen meditation. Yeah. Where we don't talk before the podcast ever, um, and I was thinking like uh, now in quarantine because you you gave me the Miller High Life and you opened it for me, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh yeah, I wonder if now in quarantine bartenders don't open drinks for you. Hmm. Um, I have noticed, and and it's always something that has kind of irked me a little bit, but uh, and this might not have anything to do with coronavirus, but. There are certain bartenders like that when they open a can of beer for you, like if they give you a can of yeah, beer, they like deep finger the inside yeah, of the, but like the they, hole to make sure the it's way open. they get around it is they literally just open the tab, but they don't fold it back. So they like open the can this way, and then you just get a can with like with the tab poking out. Yeah, it's like you still put your finger in this, dude. Yeah. But now you're just making me. Now you're making me put my finger in it too. Yeah. Like now there's two fingers in it that both yeah. shouldn't be. Come in. on, I've been fingering all night, and now you're going to put my <laughs> finger in the beer. <laughs> Let me clarify. I've been fingering myself all night, yeah, 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 and now yeah, you yeah. want. <laughs> Can you get COVID finger? from yourself? <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> no, but I did. I am sick. <laughs> <laughs> I did think about that when I handed you this one. I was like, "Can you know, like, is he going to care that I open it for him?" Because I was about oh, to hand it to care. you without opening it, but then I was like, "Maybe he'll care if I don't. Maybe he'll think that's rude. Maybe he'll be like, wow, dude, you're not going to open my beer for me, bro.'" <laughs> What are you not a bartender anymore? Yeah, I know, on, dude. dude. We got to do that champagne pop. <laughs> it fucking goes everywhere. <laughs> I was also thinking, um, like now that in quarantine, if they don't open the beers for you, mm-hmm. you can just go into a bar and just like pick up a six pack one by one and take it home. You could do that. In fact, at Seasons, I do do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we walked in there one day. And uh, we, we, it was like six of us. I think your brother was there. Emma Hetty was there. And we got a 12-pack of White Claws, and the bartender it was like his second day. And we just walked up. We handed him the 12-pack of White Claws. We were like, just bring these out to us when we want them. And we paid the White Claw. We, play, we paid the liquor store price, like 11 bucks for a 12-pack. It would have been Damn. like a $70 tab. Holy shit. But, you know, it That's was kind of like, reversal what I was thinking. Because, yeah, oh. in my... In my scenario, you would be paying like three times the price for like a six pack. No fucking way, Jose, dude. I'm not doing but that. But who knows? Maybe it's Sunday and you can't go to a liquor store because we're in the state of Maryland and that's law. Yeah. 
is it a law everywhere or is it just a law? I think in... it's just here, dude. It's kind of weird. It's like I think it's here and a couple other places that are still like very. Because seasons seasons does sell liquor on Sundays. You have to have a special license. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know how it, how you get around it. I did get a phone call once. I think I might have told you about this. When they they you know how they get like random phone surveys, and one time it was like three years ago, and they were like, you know, do you drink? And I was like, yes, go on. And they were like, how do you feel about liquor stores being closed on Sundays? And I was like, honestly, I think it sucks. Mm-hmm. And they were like, would you support a law lifting that ban? And I was like, absolutely. Absolutely. But then I thought about it again and I was like, but then Seasons might lose all their Sunday liquor business. Mm. Maybe the places that are already open on Sundays don't want that. I mean, but they're paying probably out the wazoo to get that license. I think it's either grandfathered in or I, I really don't. I think they get around it because they sell food as well. Yeah. And so if you're a straight liquor store, I don't think you're allowed to. But since they also sell food and they're a bar, I think bars, because you can obviously go to a bar and drink on a Sunday. Yeah, of course. So like, I think that's like a loophole. I don't think they have to pay extra for that. Okay. But they definitely benefit from it because their prices are way higher than they should be. And Matt's like, yeah, but when the you want to Sunday special. Yeah. It's twice, <laughs> exactly. twice on everything. That's price gouging. You're like, twice off? No, twice on. <laughs> Everything's twice as Double much. it up, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Double price Sunday, dude. I forgot to bring in my pack of cigs. See one second. Word. And uh you know, we all look forward to seeing you down at Seasons on Double Price Sunday. Get a pizza, four ninety nine for two topping medium. Probably the price went up. I haven't got that deal in a while. But the price you can't beat is that sweet, sweet case of white claws double premium cost. That's right. <laughs> You're paying twice as much for White Claws, and you love it. There we go. There he is. Loudest slam of all time. You had to make sure the mics picked it up. Yeah, I know. I wanted the cameras (laughs) to switch to both. (laughs) I wanted the cameras to switch the door. (laughs) Yeah, we haven't shown off our door cam yet. I know. (laughs) The door zoom. I was thinking about that. I was like, we got to clean that door. Oh, my bad. Oh, okay. We blocked off. We blocked off Door the cam. dirty ass fucking edge of that dude. Oh, good. It's gross, dude. I was literally sitting in here the other night, and I was, I was, you know, I think it was after I smoked that spliff with you, and you, have just, I think you had left, or maybe you were still here, and I was just remember, like, I had like my whole body was trembling at the end of the night after the podcast. No, dude, you, you didn't don't tell that? me that, dude. I, I literally <laughs> looked you in the eye and I said, dude, my whole body is trembling and you were like why and i was like i don't know i think i do remember that now that was was that last week yeah it was last week that might have been the the evan no dude it was definitely the weed it was definitely the split well how's and i shaking because you don't get anxiety from weed I guess. I don't know. You get the op- you shake when you're not smoking a swift, dude. I, sh- <laughs> I shake when I do smoke a swift. I get the tremors. <laughs> yeah, dude. Have a cigs. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> like Charlie from Always Sunny. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Take a load off. Have a cigarette. <laughs> no, but I was sitting here, and I was like, oh, my God. Look at all the soot on the ceilings and everything like that. And John was mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's cig and weed smoke. I was like... You want to believe that, but it's definitely the kerosene heater. Oh yeah, it's a hundred percent the kerosene. I would definitely be disgusted. the kerosene heater, but then also just like 
dust from the last almost 10 years. Yeah, yeah, that's true, too. And, and you know, I, I don't clean this place as often as I should, although I'm kind of, I'm, I, I'm, I basically decided that once I get my chords from Guitar Center, I'm going to do a complete overhaul of the studio, Ooh. clean up everything. But I think Guitar Center knows that, and that's why they're not sending me my stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you haven't hired them to clean it yet. <laughs> exactly, dude. Exactly. Like, I didn't realize how dusty the fan was until I stopped having it on when I'm in here. Because normally yeah, it's always it's on when we're in here. But then I stopped it, and I was like, oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, and then it's like, how does that get up there? That's yeah. not smoke. Exactly, that's not smoke. But also, it's I don't dust. know what to do about it. It's like, should I scrub the ceiling? Because I'm not going to. Maybe get one of those like Swiffer uh, things on a extendo pole. I'll tell you exactly what's going to happen if I do that. Two options. Option A is it's going to kind of clean it, but not really, so it's going to look really streaky and gross. True. Isn't that what it's going to look like if you wash it with a towel and water, though? Yeah, but I'm not doing that. That's not exactly. So, <laughs> But option B is it's just going to like sog up the walls. I don't know what the rules are on scrubbing walls. I tried uh, to get yeah, a stain out of my wall at my apartment, and I wound up just scraping the paint off. And I was like, well, this is worse. Yeah. This is way worse. Would, I mean, for a stain on the wall, you'd use like a magic eraser. But I don't think you could use like a magic eraser on the whole ceiling. I forgot magic erasers existed. Yeah. To be honest, I've never owned one. <laughs> I Dude, didn't honestly, even believe it. It's in like it. cheating. It's crazy. <laughs> they work too well. Are they? When were they invented? They were invented like. I remember them Within coming like out in the middle last school. 20 years. Middle school. Yeah. It's definitely, that was, uh, for whatever reason, two things I remember from middle school. This Love by Maroon 5 came out. And, and Magic, the Magic Eraser. Eraser. <laughs> and the Magic Eraser. Those are the two things. Two highlights of three years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's one thing I know. No, I didn't get my first kiss. Ab no. 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 Absolutely not. And then... Maroon 5 and the Magic Eraser. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot about those things. I was about to use a regular eraser on my fucking wall. <laughs> got fucking pink. A rubber eraser. You know what? I do want a rubber eraser. A yeah, little bit. A little I mean, it's cool. Do you remember in like elementary school and middle school, like just... I, I had like a pencil case where I had shit in it, but like... I remember the days I felt the coolest were when I was like, all right, I got a fucking pen, a pencil, and an eraser in my pocket. Ooh. The fucking world is my oyster, dude. <laughs> Did you and need... I hate oysters. <laughs> I hate oysters. <laughs> I, I, I used... I would always start... The, remember the cool... It was like if you were, you were a nerd if you had like the pink eraser. You know what I'm talking about? Like the pink ones? Yeah, I always got like the white brick one. With the cardboard and around like it? crumbled a little bit, you know? Yeah, but those were the cool ones. Because those, those looked cool like ones. magic those erasers. Those were like art erasers. Yeah, they were dope. But I couldn't handle... I couldn't handle it because I would always just wind up fidgeting with it in class and like poking it with my yeah, pen. Yeah, poking it and then like it would just break apart because yeah. you poked it too many mm -hmm. times. And then also like the poking, if you poked it with like a pencil, you did it with a pen. So I guess like when you got to that point in the eraser, you're just rubbing pen onto a paper. And it yeah, really and it work. was somebody else's pen because I never <laughs> had my own pen all through school. <laughs> so I would not only ruin my eraser, but at the end of class, I would ruin their pen too, yeah. <laughs> if I decided to give it back to them. <laughs> it was like literally like by midway through the year, nobody would give me a pen anymore. Like, dude, I yeah, don't you have somehow any. lost all the ones you got. <laughs> Lose one in the middle of class. Yeah. Like, dude, you're not even paying it Attention. How are you, trying, <laughs> you haven't even been doing anything with this pen. 
<laughs> that was something. That was something I never, never understood was taking notes. I never, I never was good at it. I remember like teachers would like, remember when you had to watch a movie and they'd be like, I want you to take notes while you watch a movie. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that was bullshit. I think that was just like for them to make sure like if they did do like a quiz, you could answer at least five questions based on the movie. But like, I think they just wanted you to pay attention. Exactly. But sometimes teachers would grade your notes. I don't know if I ever had that. I mean, when we did get like a... When when we learned like different styles of note taking. Yeah. That's when I remember people like grading our notes. Mm -hmm. But that was the only time. And then after that, I never took notes. Mm -hmm. But also now as an adult, when I do take notes, since I never like learned a technique, I kind of just treat it like meditation in a way where it's like like oh you just sit there and fucking don't think about anything it's like yeah that's meditation it's like oh what you just like write down shit that you think is important about what you're hearing it's like yeah that's taking notes so that's what i've been doing so that's (laughs) what taking notes is (laughs) i I don't have like a whole structure or anything but it's just like you know like line by line where it's just like just like a bullet point of like all right summarize everything i just heard and a couple words. I think taking notes is sexist. I think it is because guys suck at taking notes guys and girls were so at good notes. at it. Girls would have like different colors for different like categories. Well, of and notes. then also like their handwriting is so much neater and smaller. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I take a note, I take up like two lines by accident and then I have to like skip one anyway. So like it's spaced out and yeah. I don't think like this note is with this note. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you spent so much time thinking about how you're taking notes that you missed another important thing. You missed an important thing because you're so slow at writing. Yeah. And the thing and you even wrote though down... it's slow, it looks awful. <laughs> you can't even read it back. <laughs> that is a weird thing. I'd never... I always wondered why it is, and I, I, this is another, it's like, is it biological or is it a social construct? Why is it that you can blatantly tell a girl's handwriting from a guy's handwriting? It's just like more, uh, I don't know. If I had to sum it down to one word, it would be cute. Yeah, girl's it's handwriting cuter is than yeah, it's guy cute. handwriting. My handwriting is not cute. My handwriting is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> you look at it like this is not only not accurate. Yeah, this isn't even English. <laughs> it's not I even don't know cute. what this is. <laughs> <laughs> but it is weird. It's like girl, do they I guess do they learn to write like that or is it just like the way their brains are wired that they just naturally just write better? I'm not sure. I think like they're just like more precise in things where guys are more like broad stroke like let me just get this fucking done yeah, scratch, yeah, yeah, yeah. scratch it out you mm-hmm, know mm-hmm. whereas a girl's like all right i'm gonna take my time and then i'm gonna highlight this section green and then this one red because i like red yeah uh, it doesn't really mean anything but it's it's cute <laughs> red is cute and this is the color i use when i take down a note that i like and when i take a note i don't like it's in green and it's like damn that's a lot of thought process just for note taking and then flashcards is another thing and then to just, study them yeah post that yeah you want me to study i'm not studying my own notes i'm not notes. taking it i i studied it when i took the note <laughs> it is true that you when you idiot <laughs> <laughs> what do you think what do you mean i'm failing <laughs> i took notes <laughs> I took one note. It was that you're a bitch. <laughs> and I wrote it in red because it's cute. <laughs> Fucking bitch. I like you. I like Please date me. <laughs> and I'm using your red pen. 
<laughs> no, you can't take notes. <laughs> I did hear that um, San Diego school district is actually doing something where they're no longer going to have like it, some of it. I initially when I heard it, I was like, oh, no, it's just another example of the progressive agenda blah 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 and i was like oh yeah, dude, you do talk like that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is just another example of liberal elites coming for our grading system making us take notes and flashcards and other things i can't do i not only didn't bring paper you think you're smarter than me because you took notes and I didn't? <laughs> and you I'm, studied? You I'm, fucking dumbass. I'm taking notes on the back of a piece of paper from another class that was my homework assignment that I didn't do. I'm taking note of how dumb you look right now. <laughs> College <note>. graduate. <laughs> killing it in Already bought a house. How dumb could you be? <laughs> <laughs> take notes. Hey, take a note. Shove off. <laughs> so I heard that the San Diego school district is uh they're getting rid of um uh like basically the grade is going to be completely based off of like how you score on tests as opposed to like classwork and homework and turning in assignments and on time and stuff yeah and at first when I heard that I was like this is ridiculous I can't believe this you know they're getting rid of you know taking shit like attendance like attendance and stuff and then i thought saying about, the pledge of allegiance <laughs> yeah you gotta watching get ready on school that. news <laughs> being on school news <laughs> the old-fashioned stuff but uh then i thought about it and i was like actually i would have succeeded far more in school if that was like i when i was in school i remember always being like who cares if i didn't do my homework mm -hmm. why should it matter anything other than if I complete this, if I know the material. Yeah. Which makes sense at first, but then when you really do think about it, and then you kind of realize that, oh yeah, a lot of school is also just teaching you how to adhere to deadlines and time management and, and task management and things like that. All things that I suck at and never uh, took the time to get good at. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like you and I were both in the same position where we didn't have to take notes. We didn't need to do homework. We just could do well on the tests. Yeah. And because we could do well on the tests, it never forced us to get good at any of those other skills. And I think I like, I did my fair share of homework, but also it was like, I mainly just did all the easy shit that I knew I could do like at the last five minutes of lunch. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, you know, as I get older, there's a part of me that's like, you know, that would make school better, but there's a part of me that I feel like school should suck a little bit. I feel like school's supposed to suck. Yeah, just to give you, like, the motivation to get out of there. Mm hmm Yeah. That was, like, the thing where, like, I think at least up until, like, I don't know. I don't know. I was never, like, in threat of summer school or anything, but, like, I just remember, like, my cousin had to go to summer school one summer, and I was like, damn, that blows. Yeah. Like, he had couldn't go to the beach, like, all this other shit. You had to just go to school every day in the middle of the summer yeah which is all the other people just like you <laughs> i amazingly never had to go to summer school and i don't know how because up until 10th grade i literally was a c and d student like straight through yeah just, just did not do well in school at all do you hear those do you hear that yeah you know what that is huh rats 
We there's uh, we walked. I, I was we had band rehearsal last night, mm-hmm. and John was like a rat just ran across the uh like the from the trash can right outside of the door, <sighs> and I was like, we have fucking rats, dude. Are you serious? But sometimes I thought they were chipmunks because I always see chipmunks running around. But then, uh, I don't think chipmunks eat trash. No. I don't think they would hover around the trash can. And so there's also a giant hole chewed out in the bottom of that trash can. It's been like that for years. I know, but they've been setting it up. They've been setting <laughs> it's up. It's a setup. Rats are smart. They don't, you know, they're not going to chew a they've hole in one night. they on this for years. Rome wasn't built in a day, and that hole was not chewed out in a day. They've been True. gradually just basically living under my radar for probably three years. Like, Because I remember when I first decided to get this place together... I took two mouse traps. I set one on the ledge over there, and I set one on the ledge over there. And every day I would come in in the morning, and each one would have a mouse, like without fail. Yeah. And I would just dump them, put it back there. And I went like six days Dude, straight. I remember when you had the trap under the fucking sofa. Oh, you know what? There's that, just a mouse like mummified on there. That wasn't even a trap. That mouse just died. You know why? Because I think he ate... Uh, a piece of broken glass because he was literally i remember the studio smelled like really bad yeah. it was probably the grossest thing ever the studio smelled really bad this is like i guess what was it three four years ago at this point probably yeah and uh and i we couldn't locate it and i was like there's something dead in here i know uh, this is that classic dead mouse smell yeah like the smell of death is so distinct and uh I could not locate it for like literally weeks. Mm-hmm. And then one day I was just sitting here and I just looked across the room and I saw right where like that thing is under the couch. Yeah, yeah. Just barely peeking out. And uh, it was just a dead as fuck mouse. And then I was like, oh shit. And I took like a, a screwdriver or something and like tried to move it. And when I moved it, literally probably 12 to 15 Big ass maggots, like yeah. big ass maggots, like the size of these quarters, just fucking squirmed out in every direction. And dude, it was the grossest. Fu- Mag- maggots yeah. are truly like repulsive to me. Yeah, repulsive. And there's not many things that I would say are repulsive. Like I can look at throw up, I can look at shit, and it doesn't bother me like that. But maggots, I think that's an instinctual thing. I think it's a good thing. I think that's a natural human instinct to just yeah. be repulsed by that because you know it's like. Not well, also good to eat or whatever. The crazy thing about that is like, you know, there's like a science to that, like um, etymology, I think, mm-hmm. or like entomology. I forget, but mm-hmm. it, it's one of those. And it's like the study of like bugs in the world of forensics. So they yeah. can just like use like, all right, so it's been like, you know, eight hours in mm-hmm. larva of this sort of bug is already laid into the person. <sighs> so if it's at this stage of growth, we can tell that this body has been dead for 12 hours. Yeah. And that and it's thing like, dead for way longer than 12 I hours. I know, but it's like, that's crazy to think that like we walk around all day and we're just like alive fighting off like these bugs. Yeah, they're just and waiting. And like the moment we just, we dip out, they're instantly on us. Instantly. No matter where we are, just instantly yeah. like, all right, I'm going to sneak a couple kids on you. We're literally like Have chicks. Have grow up in a nice little <laughs> under the studio chateau. <laughs> We're like chicks in a relationship that is like, like, and dudes. And as soon as we become single, the dude just, well, that's literally like maggots are like just waiting for us to check out. Like, yeah, oh, dude. you're, you're, you're dead now. We're fucking in there immediately. DM your fucking shit. Oh shit. Life broke up with you. Life broke. I'll slide real quick. <laughs> yeah. Life and I are pretty much 
crunch on the rocks right now. <laughs> I didn't pull out. Like, oh. I didn't pull out my sucker. See, <laughs> say hi to the babies in a couple hours. Oh man, dude. And and what I remember what was super repulsive was what happened was this mouse had been completely eaten from the inside, right? Mm-hmm. So when when the maggots all scattered, his body deflated. Yeah. It like literally like deflated. It was like being. It was stuffed with maggots. Like mm-hmm. it looked like a regular ass mouse. Yes. It looked like a taxidermied mouse. And then when you touched it, all of its stuffing crawled out oh. and, and deflated. And then they even. Well, then they just went back in. Dude, right? that was the even grosser I thing. Know. That was the even grosser thing. Is they they it, like it, did an instant replay. Dude, it was like it was that was what was even more disturbing about it was that they had like brains. Yeah. Like they as soon as the the threat was away, they just all started squirming back over and just crawled in, and his body filled back up. And I was like this. This is We're so like, disgusting. Oh shit, is something about to eat us or is something about to throw this shit out? Let's get out real quick. All right, coast is clear. <laughs> Time Dude, to fucking literally, some more. <laughs> literally took that mouse out in a dustpan, put him in the driveway, surrounded it with cinder blocks, threw gasoline on it, and lit it on yeah. fucking fire. And Viking I didn't know funeral. how that was going to play out, to be mm-hmm. honest. I remember thinking this could be really dangerous. Yeah, this could be some fumes. But I was like. You know, there's very few moments in life when, you know how like that's like an internet thing, like fucking burn it. Like yeah. you see a spider, like burn that flamethrower. And yeah, I was yeah. like, this is that moment. I'm fucking burning this shit, dude. I don't, like, this is, I need to send a message, yeah. you know? Did you hear like, actually, no. Like popcorn? No, I didn't. the maggots person? No, I didn't. I didn't, unfortunately. Thank, uh, I wish you did. Oh, <laughs> me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that was no good. But I think I think since then, um, the mice got the idea. I haven't seen mice around here. Okay, well, that's but good. I think maybe hey, wait, they evolved see. into rats. Just, can I let me get on the camera real quick? All right. Oh wait. Yeah, let me slide you over on your camera a little bit. Yeah. Off kilter. Oh yeah, how'd that happen, dude? However, did that happen? We set you up when you're sitting closer to the computer, uh, and then yeah, yeah, you yeah. moved into position. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, long story short, uh, that's my next purchase. I'm going to get some rat traps. I'm going to set them. I'm going to set them out there, and I cannot wait to see what I catch, dude. Oh, be careful. I feel like it's going to be big, dude, because I, I like, literally walk out big. the door one time, and I just heard something like scuttle in the trash can. Like, it was spooked. <sighs> and I was like, it's a good thing rats don't really, rats really don't come inside, do they? They're not big inside creatures for they whatever can't really reason. Fit usually. Yeah, that's true. I gotta stop mm-hmm. leaving the door open. No, it's crazy. Well, I don't know if they'd they wouldn't really sneak in when we're in here active. Yeah, they would. Unless, like, I don't know. It's a crazy ass rat. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. alpha rat. Alpha rat. Yeah. Well, you remember in my old apartment in like the backyard? There's that rat that like lived under the patio in the back, mm-hmm. and. uh that was a fatty, but it 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 always would scurry for me. It never would like. I feel like they kind of know they're like, kind of like a scavenger. They're not really like a predator type of thing. Yeah, unless they're like going for something smaller than them, I guess. Yeah, they will kill shit. Yeah, they you will ever seen kill that video shit. of them of the rat killing the uh, pigeon? Mm-hmm. That was a fucking crazy video. That show was nuts. Are you pulling it up? <laughs> no, the iPad's dead as a doorknob. I wasted all the battery on 
not having it do anything. I just had it sitting Perfect. on the table, just burning through battery. That way, as soon as the podcast is ready, dead. Just <laughs> fucking dead, baby. <laughs> I told you how we saw, um, my brother saw a mouse on the balcony. On the balcony? Dude. Did it get dropped by like a fucking hawk or some shit? I don't know. Because I've seen that happen before. Like, you'll, I've seen a video where like a mouse just like landed on some girl or guy's head in the park or some shit Ooh. as a bird was flying by. That's ridiculous. Like they straight up just like lost their lunch and it fell on someone's hair. That would really annoy me if that, that was the way it got. That would ruin my day, dude. I'd be like, dude, really? You just dropped a mouse on the balcony yeah. and you didn't come like, back for it? It's like one thing to get like, you know, knock on wood. I've never had a bird shit on me when it's flying around before, but I've seen that happen to people and it's so funny. But I've like had, yeah. to have... Not just shit, but like a mouse who's probably also shitting his brains out. Oh, yeah, it's like dude. skydiving. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. But that, yeah, my brother said it was like, I think this happened the night when I got home after the podcast. Mm -hmm. He was like, dude, I just saw a mouse in the balcony. I was like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? We live 11 stories. There's no way. <laughs> Parkour all the way up or some <laughs> shit. I thought about it. He was like, dude, Free how would climbing. they... climbing. I was like, dude, they're probably climbing up the pipes. And he was like, dude, how would they get all the way up here, though? Like, they're going to climb 11 stories. I was like, what else are they doing all day? True. You got nothing. Out. You ever see a mouse move, dude? They can climb a... Like, if they climb up a pipe, they could get up there. Dude, I remember one time I was sitting in the studio. Uh, this was a long time ago. And I watched a fucking mouse. Scott had left like peanuts in his backpack. And I watched a fucking mouse crawl across the ledge, latch onto the curtain, climb up the curtain, jump to the pants, climb up the pants and get to the fucking thing. And I literally, I was just sitting here watching like, I can't believe this fucking <laughs> thing, dude. Does he not even see me here? Yeah. He just knows you're just astonished. In all, he was like, he was like, like this guy wants a show. <laughs> I'll give him a little one. And literally, trick or I two. was like, dude, I, I literally, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I respect this mouse. I mean, I'm going to kill the shit out of it later. But yeah, I respect Eventually, right now, I will murder it. <laughs> eventually, I'll force feed it glass. Like, yeah. <laughs> soak in maggots for a few weeks. But for now, good shit, dog. That's how you know you're really in the slums when, you're, when your studio is too dirty for a mouse to survive. <laughs> <laughs> rodents can't eat that's why it's not because i keep it clean it's because i keep it so fucking dirty just got hit by a stray <laughs> studio is tough for a mouse dog yeah dude um what the fuck else happened this week besides my rodent went to go watch the game at mahedro's oh yeah that was a good time we did that was a good time dude came it's to find nice out to see everyone in person yeah, I actually came to find out that my parking passes that I was bragging about all day didn't work. I had to pay $28 at the end of the night after losing. Wait, didn't it work the last time? Um, well, the last time I tried it was like probably a year ago. Oh. I, have, I had them since like twenty the summer of 2019. Interesting. Okay. And then I didn't play that gig at all this year, obviously. And so this is the first time I tried it. And uh, yeah, I tried it and I was like, are you kidding me, dude? I got to pay 30 fucking bucks. Jeez. Yeah, it's rough. It was rough, dude. And I had just that is, lost... That is like harbor parking. But it's like... I mean, I For get no it. For no reason. Because there's like nothing there's down there, there to justify a $30 mm -hmm. parking ticket. Mm -hmm. Like they have that like expensive ass mall with like a parking garage that has the same shit. It's like $30. And it's like... 
everything in this mall at least is like hundreds of dollars if I even wanted to buy that. And you're gouging me on the way out too. Oh like what the fuck? God. I'm yeah. gonna pay $30 to go get a noodles and company bowl for $6. <laughs> it's like, why? <laughs> why would I do this? <laughs> yeah, that was a bummer. We wound up staying there until like, because Lucas wound up coming over like nice. later in the night. Yeah, and he we, texted me. Yeah, we stayed there until like probably midnight. Like, Mahedi was asleep when we left. Damn. Mahedi's last words were, don't make that bet. And we were like, we're making this bet. And we lost. <laughs> we lost 40 bucks, and then I lost 30 more bucks in the garage. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, dude. Is there anything else? Damn. Is there anything How, else? Would you have felt a little bit better if you are like, oh, sweet, I'm up 40 bucks, and then you got hit with the 30-buck charge? Oh, of course. Okay. You course. wouldn't have been like, ah, oh, come on, I just won this. No, because I don't look at like... Because you look- don't have the foresight of being like, ah, oh, like... I lost in yeah. the other reality or whatever. Like I don't look I don't look at it like money that I win from gambling as like real money. I just look at it as like mm-hmm. free money. So yeah, it's more like more money for gambling. Yeah, I just yeah, more money for gambling. <laughs> exactly. It's like I'm gonna lose this eventually. And my biggest gamble of the day was lose all this garage. money and the other money eventually. <laughs> so <laughs> all in. Yeah, so I lost every gamble that day, dude. I gambled on the parking garage, lost lost my ass that day, dude. But I want it back on Monday. There you go. Yeah, we took the uh, we took the Cardinals over the Cowboys, and they fucking demolished them, which nice. was sweet. So that was good. Hell yeah! I broke even on the week, and then I and then I broke my um, you know that little buzzer thing they call it a fob. Mm. To get in that, your building, yeah. So now I can't get in my building anymore. I have to call Dom, Jeez. and that was literally the only. That was literally the only like. Because we made that stupid-ass deal a long time ago where he was like, well, I want a lease, so I'll get the parking pass. But as, like, a compromise, you can have the fob. And so Dom has to, like, call himself and buzz himself in. And now mm-hmm. I can't even get in. Now I got to call now Dom. Gotta call now I got to walk seven blocks and well, then call Dom just, and hope uh, he's up. You can't do a, like, go to the desk and get a new fob yeah, or whatever. I mean, I'm going to, but it's, like, 75 bucks. It sucks. Oh, shit. They just fucking... It's highway robbery, Is it robbery, just, like, a, ba- a battery or something? No, it's literally not even... I don't even know what it is. It's, like, a little black circle thing with, like, a rubber pad on it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see any electricity in this, you know? Hmm. I bet there's, like, a little watch battery in it or something. Maybe. I mean, it... Take like, that rubber off, dude. I bet there's a seam. Yeah. It's been dilapidated. Like, the rubber has long been gone. And oh. it's been, like, basically in half on my keychain. And then this week it just stopped working. My brother took it down to the laundry room and he was like, your thing's not working. I was like, shut up, dude. Yeah, it is. You just don't know how to use it. And then I was, like, locked oh, out of my apartment. Can you not do laundry now? I mean... Can you no. call yourself into the laundry room? <laughs> no. <laughs> Luckily, I only do laundry like once a month. I dread go. laundry. I suck at laundry. Yeah, That's the problem. Too. I never really took the time to get good at it. I take well, way too long to fold Luckily, clothes. you have like laundry in your place, but like I, I'm living in a place for the first time without like laundry, mm-hmm. and it is brutal. Because like, and you know, you I can go? take it to my parents. parents. Yeah. yeah, I go to my parents and do it. But like, I always let it get to like such a mess where like I can't even... I don't want to have to take all of my dirty clothes up to my parents because then I'd literally be there for like two days straight. Yeah. So I take yeah. like yeah. a month's worth of clothes up. And Ask then your like, mom to do it. No, I still do it. <laughs> oh. 
I would ask my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I bet my mom would love if I asked her to do it. Oh, yeah. But also, like, that would open the door up to me just, like, drive by throwing a bag of clothes <laughs> out to their fucking lawn and be, like, call up my, just the house, leave a message, like, <laughs> hey, I dropped some shit off. Can you clean it? I'll be by in six hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she would up, definitely like, dig doing it. I just, like, there's two things that I just put off endlessly and it's grocery shopping and laundry because both of them are literally entire day ordeals for me like going to the grocery store you know we used to have a little shopping cart in the building so that Mm -hmm. you could like when you park in the lot you can like put in the thing and then bring it up we don't even have that so i have to make like you know how like when you buy a bunch of groceries and you're carrying like 78 bags i have to do that from your car, from seven my car. Blocks away. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst <laughs> fucking thing ever. And I gotta get in the building. Go. You up might as well just fucking walk to the grocery store at that point. <laughs> literally, literally, I literally hate grocery shopping. Whenever the food yeah. starts getting low, I'm like, oh no, this is gonna be a whole fucking ordeal. And then, like right now, I'm down to my last shirt. As you can tell, this is not necessarily. <laughs> is my, that always your laundry day this shirt? Is my, this is this is my. <laughs> You're in that shirt a lot, which scares yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> this is my pretending that it's not about to be laundry day shirt. I'm like, I still got this one. I still got. I yourself, love dude. this shirt. Trolling yourself. <laughs> I am trolling myself, dude. I'm like, <laughs> I like this shirt. I love this shirt, <laughs> but it's all, the only one that's clean. <laughs> No, nah, I still got the uh, average. I've been I've been saving up. Average uh, Joe. I've unfortunately been on my last pair of underwear for like two days. <laughs> been there, brother. <laughs> and it's my worst pair of underwear. Too. It always is. It's it, always the one with either like no elastic, and it's always like too high or too low, or it's like riddled with holes. Yeah, this one is one of those. It, I I'm a big. Uh, I like boxer briefs, and I like. Um, if it's not going to be a boxer brief, I prefer it's like a button fly. But mm-hmm. this is like, I don't even know where I got. This is like, that's how you know you're down because you start wearing clothes. That you don't even know when you got yeah, these clothes. Like, I think I, these are my dad's. <laughs> I don't know how. I got I, in middle school. Like, like, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> how or when these became in my drawer, but I'm happy they're here because I got nothing else. And I've been wearing these and they're like super loose boxers with just like there's no button or anything it's just like the flannel style boxers with just like yeah. the wide open like thing that just like whenever you take a step it just like opens up yeah yeah you gotta like make sure you're i gotta like basically tilt them all the way to the side so my dick yeah, doesn't come out all the time out, fucking rub against your zipper. oh my god dude it's the worst yeah and even that won't drive me to the laundry room dude even <laughs> that <laughs> like how many more days can i go with this fucking pair of boxers i and, mean you are gonna have to wait for that fob or like wait for someone else to just like let you in yeah, yeah, that's that brutal. Sucks. Yeah, I've gotten lucky the past couple of days because uh, both times I walked into the building, there was somebody walking out, and I was like, "Oh, thank God!" But it's not going to be like that for long. One of these days, it's going to come back to bite me. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I also um, what the hell else happened this week? My grandfather's amplifier—it's an old school 1965 Fender Twin Reverb mm. uh, tube amplifier—and I did a lot of research on tubes, vacuum tubes this yes. week. Uh, which are super interesting. Here's one you can take a look at. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Here's a vacuum tube for you. This is a preamp right, let's tube. Let's do a little... I'll take it over to the camera. Oh. There you go. See that, guys? It's a little vacuum. Look at that. A vacuum tube. And so, um, basically... You know, for anybody interested, which 
I'm sure no one is, but who cares? I spent a lot of time taking notes on this. Yeah, so how is sound going through this? So essentially, what it, that's a preamp tube, and there's mm. bigger ones in there that are the main amp tubes, and there's yeah, five there's of those like, and then four of... two chips in here, yeah. it looks like. So basically the way it works is very similar to a light bulb. It's completely like no oxygen inside the tube. It's come a, a vacuum, mm. you know, which makes sense. And then there's uh, a positive side and a negative side. And what happens is when you drain the, when you make a complete vacuum, then it allows for electricity to flow when it's heated up. So the vac, the, it gets heated up when you turn the amp on, and then that produces like a conductive environment for for electricity to flow without necessarily being connected, you know, through. Mm. And it's like a large charge. And then what happens is your guitar signal comes in and it connects to that plate right in the middle. So you have a positive to negative charge. Naturally, the or a negative to positive, the negative p charge is going to flow to the positive side. Now, when you play a guitar, an electric guitar, there's pickups, little magnets on the pickups. And when you pluck a string, the string vibrates, and it causes an electrical current inside the pickup, which essentially, just like the string, vibrates like that, mm -hmm. like a sine wave which causes an electromagnetic positive, negative, positive, negative, positive, negative, a vibration in a certain frequency. So when you connect that to this little mid-grid here, it basically oscillates the grid from negative to positive, negative to positive real quick at a certain frequency, whatever frequency you're playing. Positive is going to attract char negative charge. Negative is going to repel negative charge. So as this little grid here is rapidly oscillating between positive and negative, from your guitar, the flow of particles, electrons coming from the negative to positive are either being slightly attracted more or repelled more. And so it creates like a certain wave, like a, it basically turns it, it into its like own. like a resonance. It, it turns it into its own frequency. And basically what it's doing is amplifying it. So the, the, the signal that comes out of your guitar is a very small signal. It's like that. But, it, but the charge coming through here is very big. So it basically takes a signal from your guitar and takes that same like oscillation and oscillates the bigger charge that way. And so it's actually amplifying the signal. So now that charge go now that signal goes from this little bitch thing to this big fucking wave. Then it goes to the next one, gets amplified even more and even more and even more and even more. Anyway, I'm sure that wasn't watch a YouTube video. That was a terrible job explaining it. But I find that I do find that interesting because that's actually how a lot of um, stuff works. Like for instance, radio, uh, it's called modulation. So so when you take a, a AM radio, for instance. AM radio is literally you you broadcast something like this, right? Like a podcast, let's say. Mm -hmm. And then they have what's called an oscillator. And the oscillator changes the volume of the podcast. Let's say you're listening to 1090 AM radio. It changes the volume from boom, 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 boom at 1090 hertz, megahertz, millihertz, or whatever like that. And because the volume is changing that fast, that's actually becomes its own frequency, which can then be sent so that when you tune your radio to 1090 hertz, it picks up that frequency and then broadcasts a signal. Mm. FM is something different. But anyway, that's how basically all that shit works. So I was listening, we were playing some, recording some tracks, and my amp just kept on having this, this ring, this like, and I didn't know what it was. And then I was like trying to find it on my EQ, like where it was, and it was 530 hertz. And I was like, interesting. And then I just decided to Google 530 hertz ring in my amp. What does that mean? And the first thing that came up was uh, it's, it was like the 530 
frequency was actually 528. The 528 frequency is the most important of the Silfeggio frequencies known as the love frequency. Ooh. It is known to have healing powers and all this shit. I was like, damn, Interesting. my amp is doing this right now? It's crazy. Yeah, I, I, I it love was, amp. Dude, yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude. Um, how come it's never gotten me any ass? Exactly, dude. <laughs> exactly. Um, so it was like... Uh, so next thing you know, I put this new tube in. I'm getting all this... I'm getting girls on my tube, I tell you what. <laughs> you know it, brother. And uh, so my amp was resonating at this frequency. I was like, that is cool to know, but I do need to fix it. So then I went in there, and you had to tap on each tube without electrocuting yourself, and it was this tube. Mm-hmm. And... What I thought was very interesting, mostly, was that these tubes were so old that uh, if anybody recalls, after the breakup of the USSR, um, Germany was divided into two parts, East Germany and West Germany. Mm -hmm. East Germany was the communist side. West Germany was the capitalist side. My tubes were made in West Germany. So, mm-hmm. like, it literally says on there, it's, like, manufactured in West Germany. I was like, yo, that's historic. Jesus. Right there. Yeah, that's old. Um, but there was multiple different tubes in there. This one was the broken one, and this one was mullered. It was manufactured in England, which is another way to know something's old, because when's the last time England's made something? Right. It's like, does England make shit? Tea, I guess. Yeah, I don't tea. Know. That's about They're it. They're definitely not making electronics parts anymore. Tea and bad food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Boom, England. And bad tubes. Bad tubes. Come on. Don't they have a tube over there? Isn't that what they call their, like, train system or some shit? They probably do. The tube. The tube. The tube. Well, yeah. That's that's enough tube talk. Tube Tube talk, talk. dude. Too many tubes. (laughs) Too many tubes. But I was glad to learn all that stuff. I was like, this is cool. So you're taking notes. Uh, you know, you're taking notes. Dude, you lied up front. And uh, well, I was just I'm like, catching you on a lie. You're stammering right now. <laughs> you like look over my notebook and just like pages and pages of electronics. <laughs> it's not even a calendar. That's a giant notepad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I thought uh, you know, I like learning stuff like that. It's it's uh it's weird. It's it's oh, cool sure. to think that like people thought of this shit, you know? Like I, I would was never a cool think video. about that. Um, I like. <laughs> I've been getting in during quarantine. I got really into like science YouTubers, mm. and it's just like kids that are like slightly younger than me, but like they already have their own labs because they're like famous on YouTube. They took notes. Yeah, they took fucking notes, dude. And uh, this guy like reverse. So apparently, like Epsom salt is like, uh, whatever the like a scientific makeup of it it's like you know there's like sodium blah blah blah, and then like three ox or uh water molecules okay that's epsom salt epsom salt yeah and epsom salt is like supposedly you know based off that like 80 percent water even though when you look at a giant thing of epsom salt it's completely dry and shit so he like reverse engineered epsom salt into like drinkable water that obviously oh. just tasted like you know chemically and salty. Oh, but it was like it was crazy because he poured the end result back into like the three gallon jug of yeah. Epsom salt, and it was like this far away from the top. And it's wow. like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Dude, that's like the ultimate scam right there. Dude, it is amazing. Like that, I guess that would be considered chemistry, right? That's yeah, chemistry. chemistry. Chemistry was one of those uh, subjects. I wish I understood it more. Yeah, I unfortunately did not have Mr. Brocky for chemistry, and that was uh, I was not happy about. I mean, he was our wrestling coach, but mm-hmm. I wanted him for chemistry. 
I had like Miss Nanortis or something. She was cool. She was a nice lady. But like, that's one of those things where like at the time, a lot of those subjects, you didn't really appreciate how truly interesting that stuff is. Mm -hmm. Like, holy shit, like you can just do that. Like physics, I will say physics was definitely something that at the time I was like, this is fucking dope. This is dope. You're telling me that if I knew all the components of like throwing a ball, I could tell you exactly where it's going to land, exactly how this is going to do that, and like gravity's going to pull it down like that, like vectors and shit. Mm-hmm. This is sweet. Physics, physics should have, like physics, algebra, people try to tell me that you don't use algebra. Use algebra all the time. Oh, yeah. Just doing quick you just math don't know in your it. head. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just don't think about it because it's second nature because you've been taught it since you're a little baby. Mm-hmm. But you don't think about it in that way. You're not like, 1x 1.3x i mean i do when i'm like writing stuff down for no reason but like i have a hard time equating it to that like i i can easily do like you know if i'm like resizing an image or something or like trying to get something into like an aspect ratio like doing video editing i can easily like scale numbers in my head or like subtract numbers or be like all right I had to apply like a negative 56 shift in pixels to all of these things that are at different coordinates. Yeah. And I can easily like in my head do that type of shit. But if like I need to like come up with an equation to be like, all right, I need whatever. I Once there's like two or three extra variables in something mm-hmm. and I actually have to like do work on a piece of paper yeah i'd rather go to like there's a site called like wolfram alpha or some shit yeah yeah, yeah. and i can just like type it in layman into the search bar <laughs> yeah. and they'll just like straight up give me every possible answer on earth wow wolfram alpha is definitely one of those original nerd things i feel like i remember mm-hmm. nerds talking about that all the time in high school they were like wolfram alpha wolfram alpha i was like what are you talking about well, yeah, because they're just cheating. Yeah, they're cheating on their homework. It's like, dude, you're a and fake nerd. And you thought nerd. they were a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> fucking fake they nerd, you, dude. You're a fucking poser as a nerd, dude. That's even worse. That's even fucking worse. I feel like that's why in high school, like, um, like I switched to like contacts in like middle school, I guess, because I didn't really like. I don't know. As a kid, you you're one of the only people with glasses, and you just feel like, oh no, I don't fit in. Da da da. da. At least like when you first get them, mm-hmm. and then in middle school, you start going through like one grain of sand of puberty, like we did. <laughs> yeah. But even that one tiny little switch where I got like one ball hair, uh, I was like, fuck. I'm about to get ass like tomorrow. <laughs> I remember like I remember waking up in the morning before middle school being like, I bet if I shower today, I might get ass or I might kiss a girl or something. Like I got my fucking contacts in. I just used old spice in over every centimeter of my yeah, body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I explicitly remember vividly remember uh, not even like the thought of like I could probably just like talk to girls or something. I'd just be like, nah, just me with no glasses, just being clean as a bar of fresh soap. Just straight to get an ass. No I'll conversation. Instantly just start getting to hold a hand or just two. like the fucking deodorant commercials. Yeah. You just spray it on and then you're good to go. I remember uh, vividly. Did you ever go to the activity nights at Dumbarton? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It would always end up like. I remember one. The, I think like the one or two ones where I actually was in like the dance room area. It was like 
just like me and JT and Francisco. Yeah. And we'd just like stand by the speaker and be like, it's flow. <laughs> yeah. And just like bob our heads or some shit. But every other activity at night I went to, it was either just like eating pizza, eating really bad Little Caesars pizza. Yeah. And then just hanging out in the gym all yeah, night. Yeah. Not even near a girl. Basketball and dodgeball and shit. Yeah, rock wall. And, and just shit. leaving disappointed. Just being yeah. like, I I remember before I I remember this was back we talked about Danielle last week, but like that was like when I was like, you know, I was that time period. So I was going to activity night and I was like I remember picking out my night. underwear. I was like, I, I was wearing. She's these, gonna see. These. Yeah, I was like wearing my black boxer briefs. I was like, oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. These are slimming, oh, and yeah. she's gonna see them oh, tonight. Yeah. <laughs> rubbing deodorant on my, rubbing old spice deodorant on my antiperspirant, powdery <laughs> deodorant on my balls. So my balls yeah, are like fucking like, powdery and slimy. Lining your dick with deodorant, just be like, she's gonna taste this and love it. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> pure <laughs> sport. <laughs> <laughs> my dick's gonna taste like chemicals and it's gonna turn her on <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah dude those are the fucking days <laughs> I are, hey those are the best years <laughs> the best a lot of year. people always think high school was their peak ours was middle school just, <laughs> like, yeah. we just were not getting we peaked ass. in middle school <laughs> We peaked in middle school, unfortunately. Yeah, we were fat. and <laughs> You know what is funny is there are actually people that peaked in middle school. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like weird. It's like, holy no, shit. No, it's funny. I think... <sighs> I'll tell you after the podcast, just because I don't want to like slander anyone. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. like specifically know one person that peaked in middle school because in high school, they allegedly... Uh, did the peanut butter trick with their dog. Oh, yep. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. I know yeah. exactly Dude, what you're talking about. Peaked in middle school and then in high school, just after that, you know, got loose. Yeah. He was... He was down to date, just underclassmen for the rest of his. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. He definitely, he definitely. Let's just say he definitely had a snake in his boot. Ooh. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we'll leave a it at that. Too on the nose. But. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> but yes, he most certainly peaked in middle school, and that is just that's truly unfortunate. It's and unfortunate. Uh, but I bet at the time it was sweet. You know, when <laughs> he was getting sucked off by his dog. <laughs> I imagine that. <laughs> or do you mean in middle school when, when he was peak? When he was getting. Do you think people that. I guess, like, if you peak in middle school, you could be potentially getting ass in middle school if there's ass to be had. There was some ass to be had, I feel like. We just weren't even in the same ballpark of it. Like, we weren't even aware. I guess. I mean, definitely, like, I remember, like, in seventh grade one of the i don't want to rat him out but it was just basically the black kids were always way ahead of the oh, white yeah, kids yeah, yeah, yeah. in terms of oh anything sexual oh, yeah. and i just remember in seventh grade like me and i think it was like sanaz were like in a group with this guy mm -hmm. and he was just telling us like yeah you know i lost my virginity when i was 11 <laughs> and we're like what <laughs> <laughs> like what are you talking about <laughs> yeah dude it, i still can't talk to girls <laughs> <laughs> how did you do that <laughs> yeah it's definitely true dude black guys were definitely way ahead of it like all all the my neighborhood friends they were all they all had stories by the time we were in like seventh eighth grade and i was like holy shit dude you fucked a, you fucked a you fucked a chick that's yeah, you crazy fucked like a, 
22 year old like a couple yeah exactly it's like <laughs> well i mean and that's like not right oh it's definitely <laughs> not, not right. right that was supposed to be but a, at the a time joke, but also i'm sure that does happen it definitely happens and at the time i thought that was fucking awesome and i'm sure any seventh grader uh you know at the time you know i was jerking off to 22 year olds Oh, yeah. And I I relished the day when I was like, yo, I can't believe one day I'm actually going to be this age <laughs> and get to have sex with these chicks. <laughs> and, uh, but yeah, they were, yeah, that definitely, that definitely fucking happened, dude. Yeah. I can't wait to be 26 and fucking 22 year old. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait till I finally peak at still waiting for it. That was always, I remember I, we always, I, that's a good thing. Yeah. We I, haven't peaked yet. I don't, feel like we have and and i that could be that could be wrong could be wrong could be wrong could be wrong <laughs> could be very wrong. um but <laughs> it could have just been like a very time it would have been a hill <laughs> we hilled <laughs> dude i refuse to believe i peaked <laughs> there's no positive i refuse I to believe yeah, no, that i don't think we peaked that would be so shitty <laughs> oh yeah if you can't my, live your life thinking you've peaked. If my best days were behind me right now, I'd be like, "This, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? Just suck? <laughs> yeah. Just permanently suck? Well, and that's, I guess, I don't know. I've definitely plateaued at several points in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm a big plateauer. Yeah, same. I, I stay on the same level for way too long all the time. I like climbing and then getting to, you know... Let's look around a little bit. Setting up camp. I like taking in the setting sights, up setting up camp. <laughs> yeah. I got to get a, adjusted to the, the oxygen. Yeah, yeah. Throw you climbing up the mountain, throw your last fucking ice pick into the fucking rock, pull yourself over the ledge, and you're like, all right, let's fucking chill here for two years. Yeah, <laughs> just chill like, here. <laughs> like five steps away from base camp. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's a journey. You got to enjoy it. You got to love the journey, dude. You got to love the way, journey. Dude. I do love the journey. Yeah. The journey's I, fun. It is fun and it's it's uh, you know, as long as you as long as you keep climbing, dude, you can't peak. Can't peak. You never peak. It's kind of like that old saying that I made up just now. You never stop. You never get old until you stop growing up. It's not like that saying at all, but wait. You never get old till you stop growing up. Yeah. What if someone never grows up? And they're old. <laughs> <laughs> what it means is, to me, again, uh, you know, to me it means that like, okay, so let's say you're 19 years old, mm-hmm. right? But you're chilling at high school parties. So you're, you're still, like, going to high school parties. When you go to high school parties, you're the old guy. Yeah. Um, but if you were to go to, like, the bars, you're too young to go to the bars. And then when you're 21, now you're, you know, let's say you're 26 and you're still, like, going to college bars and doing shit like that. Now you're the old guy there. But if you were, like, getting set off on a nice career and doing all kinds of cool shit, like adult shit then you'd be like a young buck. You're like, you're just getting started. So basically to me, it means like you're only old relative, like you could either be old or young depending on where your mind is at. Like if you're 19 years old and your mind is still stuck in high school, then you're old. You're the old guy at the party. True. But if you're, if your mind is looking towards the future, then you know, you're young. So it's relative. I guess that's what it means to me. It's relative. So, like, people that peaked in middle school, they're fucking old, dude. They're fucking old. People like us, who 
who uh, arguably have not peaked. Yeah. We're young, baby. Or if we, you know, it was an uncharted peak. There's it, still an uncharted peak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be, to be determined peak. TBD peak. I can live with that. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, you know, I, I've said that a couple times. <laughs> I've said that my entire life. <laughs> Ever since middle school, I've Ever, been saying that. <laughs> love that saying. <laughs> Wise man once said, me said <laughs> wise man i'm old i stopped uh doing the thing i said <laughs> <laughs> as i was saying that i was like damn i'm old dude. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we have peaked we've only talked about middle school and high school scenarios this entire podcast yeah 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 but how are we gonna talk about what are you supposed to talk about the fucking future right now dude True. Talk about our dreams. We're talking about the present where no one's really doing anything. Yeah, nobody's doing shit right now. What yeah. the hell's going on, dude? We got to reminisce, dude. We got to talk about middle the school. Good old days where we were at our peak. <laughs> peak. Middle school. <laughs> dude, I fucking peaked in elementary school, dog. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Oh, shit. That, I do wonder if anybody peaked in elementary school. That's got to be, that's got to be impossible. I mean, I don't know. Depends. There was this one kid, Connor, who was super cool in kindergarten. <laughs> and I don't know, you know, and that's... What happened to him? <laughs> what happened? Fell off the I face don't know of the earth. earth. I don't know where he's at anymore. I don't even know his last name. Yeah. There was another kid named Tim who was also super cool in, like, first grade. Mm -hmm. And uh, he he was always, like, chilling with all the girls and stuff. He actually just wound up being gay. Um so peaked. he peaked. He, he peaked. peaked. <laughs> His peak was coming out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know what those guys are up to anymore. So I can only imagine that their best days are behind them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who you are anymore, bro. <laughs> they both have a much more successful podcast. Than oh, ours. Yeah. <laughs> the Tim and Connor cast. Yeah. They both team up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I got my uh, I had my watch uh at the Nelson Coleman Jewelers across the street from where I live. Mm -hmm. I took it over there because it just yeah, wasn't. The band working. was falling off. Yeah, right? and then the, also like the hands were doing crazy shit, mm -hmm. and I took it in there, and they were like, "All right, we'll uh, we'll take a look at it." And I was like, "Cool." And then um, it literally took like they gave me a call like a month later, and they said uh. Hey, so we might just have to send this back to Citizen because, like, our watch guy isn't able to fix it. And I was like, oh, okay. So they sent it back to Citizen. And that took, like, another five weeks. And then mm -hmm. finally I had an email being like, oh, yeah, so we just heard from Citizen. It's going to cost $375 to fix it. Damn. And I was like, really, dude? What the 375 fuck? though? The watch itself, I think, brand new, was worth 600 Uh, My ex got it for me, and I think it was on, a like, a sale or something like that like a clearance sale mm. so i think she got it for like four something yeah so i was like i'm literally about to pay almost the entire like buying price of it to get it fixed and even when it is fixed it's still gonna have like the stupid dings and scratches and shit that i put yeah. on it throughout the years and so i messaged him and i was like hey uh unfortunately that's just you know i said it's significantly higher than what i was prepared to spend on a repair um so 
just let me know. Just have it sent back to the shop and let me know when I can pick it up. And they just didn't respond. Within like a week fun. and a half. So I'm like, are you going to give me my watch back to it or are you guys just going to like hold it? And then I get an email today from a chick named Susan who I've never spoken to. Yeah. But like her in her email signature was something to do with jewelers or something. And she was just like, hey, just checking in on you I and your family. I know it's been a tough summer and all kinds of stuff like that. And I was like, I feel like it's like a generic email that they send yeah, out. Yeah, it seems like a scam. Which is smart that like, because when she typed it, I was like, it was clearly like she's like the manager of that jewelry store and she's like mm. sending out generic emails. So like, I guess when you're a jewelry store, you really got to like work to keep repeat clients because it's like how often oh, are you buying well, and jewelry? And also like, I'm sure no one's buying jewelry right now. Exactly. So she sends me this email. And I'm like, there's no way you care about my family right now. Yeah. And there's also no way that you just emailed me asking about my family with ignoring the fact that I've never been to your store. <laughs> and that you still haven't given me my watch back. Yeah. <laughs> I would be doing a lot better if you would simply answer my initial question, which is, when can I have my watch back? Which I almost don't care because it's like, it's broken. Yeah. It's a principle. So now you guys are going to have it? Fuck yeah. Fuck that, dude. And now it's like, do I buy a new watch? Do you have a watch? I have that like fake Rolex, nice. but other than that, no. And I only really put that on as like an accessory. I kind of use it like costume jewelry where yeah. it's like if I'm at like, I wore to like Dan and Marissa's wedding mm -hmm. just because I feel like it's cool to have like a watch on when you wear a suit. Yes. Definitely, but like definitely. day to day, I'm not, you know. Yeah. I used to wear mine every day, um, which yeah, is. Yeah, I remember. But like I, I actually I was a big watch guy as a kid. Like I loved having like a little digital face watch. Dude, I loved watches when I was a kid, dude. Yeah. I fucking loved them. But now I have a phone, so it's like Yeah, but there is something like there is something cool about just like like when you're walking that's a classic thing when you're like walking down yeah, the street and you're just like and people whoever catches that when you do it, people <laughs> are like that guy is that fucking, guy easily has a hundred dollars to yeah, spend. Yeah, that on guy watch. That, that guy either has somewhere to be or like at the very least, he's got something going for him, dude. <laughs> or he's got a tick. <laughs> or he's got a tick. <laughs> it's just it's substantially cooler than like pulling out your phone and looking at it or something like that. So I like I want to get another watch, and I guess at this point it's kind of opened up a, a bridge for me where I can be like, okay, now I can spend four hundred dollars on a new watch. But like, am I gonna do that? Yeah. No. Well, because also it's like you weren't gonna spend four hundred dollars to fix your old watch. Yeah. So why, like, it's not like you've already spent the $400. You still could spend only $200 and then be like, all right, now I'm only out $200 instead of $400. And also I can probably sell my broken watch somewhere for yeah. like 100 bucks or 200 bucks. You might be thinking a little too logically right now because the way I was looking at it was yeah. I just got $375 free dollars <laughs> <laughs> that I can now spend on anything I want that's watch related. <laughs> and uh because i don't want to end up in the negative after this you know what i mean like yeah. i don't want to like you're, not, you're down a watch i'm down a watch yeah and my choices were do i pay 375 to get my old watch back just in functioning form mm -hmm. or do i spend 375 to get a brand spanking ass new watch what kind of watch would you get probably a citizen because they're like uh that's your brand I, I think like that's, that's my brand. brand. That's my brand, dude. I mean, I've only ever owned one you're little a, watch. You're a citizen, dude. I'm a citizen guy. I'm a citizen. Echo Drive. I like that it's charged by the sun. 
That's yeah, cool. Yeah, the with what courts and shit. Yeah, I want to. I don't want to get a fucking wind up watch. Fucking. Yeah, I mean, I think most watches are like perpetual motion now. Yeah, or you know, I could just jump off the deep end and just buy a grandfather clock. <laughs> yeah, and strap it to your back, <laughs> or have a cuckoo clock on your face at all times. Cuckoo, cuckoo, nailed to your forehead. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be tight, honestly. I feel like, uh, you know, that there's like so many things. See, that's the problem. Is get a pocket watch, dude? Just I go did full. <laughs> oh, you did. I had a Tasmanian yeah. Devil Looney Tunes pocket watch when I was peaked in fourth grade. <laughs> That was a peak. That was my peak. That was my peak. Dude, my peak was sixth grade when I got a cast from punching my brother and breaking my thumb. <laughs> Everyone signed that cast. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Oh, man. Think Not of- really. Psych. Psych. Knock on wood, psych. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't my peak. <laughs> Did I sign that? Maybe. Did sure you sign... Do uh, you remember in like eighth grade when like you had... You like brought a shirt in and you had like everyone sign it? Yes. I remember being, I just remember being like, I can actually use this as a conversation starter to talk to girls and then have them touch me via a pen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. Sign right here. It's like, those are your pants. <laughs> Jimmy, these are your black underwear. You're not even going to be able to see the signature. Yeah, Danielle, just sign. And why are your balls sign so where the, powdery? Sign where the tiny bulge is. <laughs> That's just the seam. <laughs> just, I want your name right on the seam yeah i was afraid i i I think that's hilarious because simultaneously while i was convinced that i was definitely gonna have a girl see my underwear and my balls after activity night (laughs) can't wait for a girl to see my balls (laughs) that would be like a thing i'd think in like in fucking um like middle school high school where i was like if i can just show a girl that my balls are mature (laughs) It, we can just i'll show her my dick with the lights off it You're, won't even matter but she saw my balls dude she knows i have a dick <laughs> i'm self-conscious about my balls i don't know i see my balls dude nobody's balls look good and my balls are like i don't have big balls unfortunately yeah i mean my i think i don't know about you but like my balls are very proportionate mm-hmm. which is lucky I would hate to have like overly huge or like long balls. I want big like droopy balls though. You know what but I mean? But I wouldn't I wouldn't want those balls unless my dick matched it. Yeah, you yeah, just have like yeah, giant yeah. droopy balls and then like a stem poking out of the top, <laughs> <laughs> like it's a fucking giant apple or a peach or some shit. Yeah, but small balls like I don't know, dude. It's like I'm like the epitome of a grower, and my balls are just, I don't even know if they're growers. I don't even know what you classify my balls as. <laughs> Unless they have cancer, they shouldn't be growers. <laughs> Your balls don't, like, shrink or... I know, but they go, in. like, up, you know, sometimes yeah, your sack I mean, gets fucking loose. Yeah, it's like, loose when you're yeah. soft, and then when you're hard, they, like... There's- suck up to your chest or your uh your chest <laughs> you know your balls suck up to your tits yeah lock and loaded take a sip of that kid it'll put balls in your chest <laughs> <laughs> really mister <laughs> yeah i think that's how it works <laughs> i don't remember my balls dropping i don't know if that's actually a thing yeah i know it's a thing no no i know what you i know what you mean like there was never, cause I even remember like um playing like I used to play like a ton of like Counter Strike and shit and mm-hmm. like I was in this like you know like forum clan type thing mm-hmm. 
where we all played on the same server. And one of the kids was saying like, this was like mid me thinking I was supposed to be going through puberty and it hadn't <laughs> happened yet. And I heard like a horror story of this kid being like, yeah, like one of my friend's testicles descended and the other one didn't. And he had to go get surgery to have his ball surgically dropped. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, I'm going to have to get both of my balls surgically <laughs> dropped. <laughs> but then like, you know, that thought passed and I never thought about my balls dropping again. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm pretty sure they did. Oh, because they, like I, I'm not talking like I talked as a kid. Yeah, does that happen simultaneously? I think so. Or your balls like connected to your vocal cords? Yeah, I think like, like I think what happens is when you're born in your mother's stomach, your balls actually they they wrap around. You know how like some babies, the umbilical cord can get wrapped <laughs> around the throat. Yes, the testicles, the little tube <laughs> that shoots out of the testicles, it wraps around your vocal cord. And, and that's what tonsils are. And that's what tonsils are. <laughs> so you have, and then when they finally drop when you hit puberty, your vocal cord gets relaxed. Yes. And you can have your full range of, you know, your dynamic vocals that really come through. That is how that works. Now I'm thinking about it. And then your ball is suddenly down by your toes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As you get older, I just, I have a feeling that as I get older, I got one thing, to, two things to look forward to. My long balls. ass ears. Oh and yeah, long ass balls, dude. dude. I cannot I wait, can't wait for my ears to get bigger, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because when they get bigger, they're just gonna be regular size, <laughs> much like my balls. So when I'm old. Don't, I don't think they get bigger with age. I think they just sag. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, uh, you know, it's like National Geographic pictures of like tribal women where they don't mm-hmm. have bras and their yeah. tits are just sagging. Mm-hmm. We that might be a million dollar invention. Ball bra. Ball bra. <laughs> a ball bra. I think that's kind of what uh, fucking... Bruce underwear. Are under- yeah, I think that's true. what underwear is, dude. Pretty sure that's what underwear yeah, is. Yeah, true. Fuck. Ball bras, God dude. Another missed opportunity. They stole it. Somebody was way ahead of us that on that one. That was my idea. Whoever invented underwear. <laughs> Phil underwear. Fucking genius. <laughs> fucking genius. Right under our noses. <laughs> they beat us to it. We have pants underpants that's something you haven't heard in a while somebody say the word underpants underpants remember captain underpants from the book fairs for sure that was always that was definitely my thing that i always got there was (laughs) there was one book fair where i forgot to ask my parents for money and i feel bad about it to this day but there was this girl that now looking back i'm like oh she had a crush on me but like i didn't you know because i'm didn't even, you know, mm-hmm. have one ball hair yet, dude. <laughs> I didn't pay girls any attention. Yeah. But I was, like, looking around at books, and I was like, oh, I want to get this Captain Underwear book. But I didn't bring any money. And this girl was like, oh, I'll buy it for you. And oh, I was wow. like, Ooh, you got to buy me this, too, and this, too, and this. Oh, no! I, got like, <laughs> I think I got, oh, like, no. 15 bucks worth of shit at the Scholastic Fair, which back then was like, oh, you're a king. Wow, dude. Was she cute? I don't know. You don't remember? I don't remember. I like. You just remember fucking. fucking dude, honestly, taking her for all she's got. Dude, honestly, I don't even remember who it is, but I just remember being the hot girl for once. You fucking turn. You turn it. That was my simp. peak, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that was my peak. I got yeah. reverse simp. That is the last in time sixth grade. Any girl's gonna buy you multiple books <laughs> ever in life. 
I don't think that's ever going to happen yeah, again. Dude, I don't read. <laughs> <laughs> don't buy me a fucking book. That is a classic. I don't know if, how many Instagram thoughts you follow. I'm imagining not too many. But as we all know, I do. And that's like the classic simp question is like, dudes like under some chick that literally just posts like her what's your boobs. favorite book right yeah now? they're like what book are you reading right now it's like dude could Shut you be up. any more of a fucking <laughs> simp right now dude how is she gonna look at a book through those tits exactly <laughs> dude you know you don't care about this fucking book dude shut up i hate when guys take that approach dude just fucking like it for no reason i don't know why i bother liking them but well that's like, like it that's like the classic like tinder pickup line where like if like a girl's first picture, yeah, you know, I haven't been on Tinder for a while, but like yeah. when I was and striking out constantly, mm-hmm. I would always try to like be different than the average person who would text them. So if yeah. like their first picture was them at a fucking wherever, like mini golf course, you're like, can you buy me five books, please? <laughs> no. I'd be like, I bet you didn't even get a hole in one. Instead Ooh. of like, you know, like, what's up, girl? Yeah, dude. Negging. We've been through this. Negging is very effective. I guess negging or just like just out of the box. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's just out of the box. I mean, yeah. Negging has a negative connotation. It wasn't always in negging form. That's just an example. It's just like it's just like uh I literally just imagine it's just like doing this. It's like elbow. Heck. Bet you didn't even fucking hole in one. You know what I mean? Like that's not it's not bad. That's what you want. I feel like. You don't want a guy to be like, what? book are you reading lovely oh, tell bet, me all about it oh i bet you'd you'd beat me at mini golf yeah oh you'd probably beat me you're probably so good at mini golf i suck can you teach me shut up dude shut up yeah dude Simps that really- is a weird thing though because like if a girl was saying that to you you'd be like oh my god i'm in love well that's because girls and guys play different roles also I wouldn't, if a girl was like, OMG, I'm so bad at golf. Can you teach me? I wouldn't be in love. I would just be like, this girl is definitely down to, to fuck, you know, because that's like, <laughs> and then you'd be, I'm in love. And then I'm, now I'm in love because you had sex with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you paid any attention towards me? I'm in love. <laughs> you respond to this message? Wow. Oh, wow, don't get too many of those. I Let's think I'm in Try love. for two and no. <laughs> hey, lucky with the one, though. I'll hold on to yeah, that forever. Dude. Yeah, girls are <laughs> tough, dude. Girls are really tough, dude. Have, Sometimes, you been, uh, have you been on the Tinder or anything? No, I'm kind of in a weird purgatory stage of uh, dating right now. I mean, I feel like for most people it is kind of like you're... Like, just because of the pandemic and everyone being on edge, essentially, mm-hmm. like, unless you were already in a relationship or, like, on track to being in one, like, I feel like dating is hard right now. Yeah. I mean, no, for sure. For fucking sure. Because believe me, I believe me, I tried. And, uh, but I'm also kind of just like, I'm kind of talking to somebody and it's not like, we're not dating. But it's like it's like I like I said it's a weird area. I don't know what you would call it. I think a lot of people hate when people say the term "talking" like I'm talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. But that is, I think that is a very uh, necessary distinction because that is yeah. such a thing. It's For like sure. well, I'm talking to somebody. I can't necessarily go out with you, not because I have a girlfriend, but because that would just be super fucking sketchy. 
basically the way I look at it is, and this is not the way a lot of people I know look at it, but the way I look at it is, is if, if I feel weird about it, it's probably fucking weird. Yeah. The girl probably even feels worse. Oh yeah, like, for sure. And not the one that you're like pushing away, the one that you're already talking to. Oh yeah, for sure. And also I, I just flipped the script. I'm like, okay, how would I feel if I found out that they did just now what I'm doing just now? I would feel like, damn, that's ass, you know? Yeah. But a lot of people are like, dude, you're not technically dating, so what the fuck? Like, what, what's, the, what's the point of, you know, being exclusive with somebody if you're not going to date and blah, blah, blah? And I'm like, good question. The best way I can explain it is, to me, the distinction of girlfriend means a lot. It really does. Like, I've said this before. I think we've probably agreed on this, but I think everybody kind of agrees on this, but like they don't realize that they agree on this. They just haven't thought about it. But mm-hmm. if you ask someone, if I ask you to be my girlfriend, it means I feel like we might get married. <laughs> I mean that. And I mean that because why would you ask somebody to commit to you if you're not, if you're, does anyone date planning to break up? Does anyone get into oh, a relationship no, for sure. planning for it to end? No. Of course not. I mean, not. I laughed at that, but also it's like, I I know where you're coming from. It's not, I think you took too far of a leap, but it's like, <laughs> you're, you, when you get into a relationship, you are in your head being like, all right, this is the person that like, yeah. I can't even think past like, you know, a couple weeks from now and I still want them to be in my life. Yes. So I don't want to lose them by just like talking to them and that somehow fizzling out. Mm-hmm. I'd yeah. rather like go on to the next step. Yeah. And it, also there's like, there's certain things that like when you're dating someone, like that's when the parent, you meet the parents and stuff like that. And it's like, that's a big step, dude. Yeah, you know? for sure. That's a big fucking step. And so like, yeah, I don't know. I hold it. I I also just feel like, you know, I think this is probably common among dudes. I think it's a very common thing, uh, at least because I've seen a ton of tweets about it. So I imagine it's it's a generally common thing. But just like the idea of a relationship is, for whatever reason, very like scary to me. So it's like, it's just, you know, so, so cliche. Like the whole like oh classic guy with like a fear of commitment or whatever. I wouldn't say it's a fear of commitment. I just it's just like a it really is this thing where it's like it's just I, more the fear of fucking it up. Exactly. I don't want anyone else to be uh like affected by my life. Unless I'm certain that I'm doing something right. So I guess in my mind, I've always been like, well, and that's because that comes from a, a standpoint of, of thinking that I haven't peaked yet. So it's like, <laughs> like, like, okay, I am definitely not ready to subject another human being to my idiocy. I'm not a very good boyfriend and not in the classic ways of like cheating and stuff, not that, not that stuff. I'm not a good boyfriend because I'm not like, so I get very hyper focus on stuff and I'll just go like a day or two with just like not texting or anything because I just I just get wrapped up in my own shit mm. and then you know but then you realize that, that like really that affects people you know yeah it's like I just well like if you don't warn someone about that mm-hmm. yeah I mean I think there's just like you know 
there's there's always going to be stuff like that regardless of if you've peaked or not you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's just more so of kind of confronting that issue before it becomes an issue like just nipping into the bud and being like you know from the get-go be like hey like i like you Mm -hmm. i want to like you know i want you to i hope you like me too let's make this official or whatever but also like just so you know like i may not be the most responsive person but at the end of the day i'm not doing it out of like oh i'm talking to all these other girls and i'm too busy to talk to you it's Mm -hmm. no i'm like fucking learning about tubes yeah (laughs) and i'm like on a six hour youtube binge yeah and at the end of it like oh shit i was thinking about you yeah but yeah I'm sorry, I was locked into these tubes. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Trying to figure out how to explain them on a podcast that no one <laughs> listens to. <laughs> it's very important that I get this right. You gotta understand. <laughs> you don't get it. We've got hundred of listeners. Hundred of listeners, and even less on YouTube. <laughs> but like, yeah, it's I think a lot of it comes down to organization. I think it goes back to our original conversation of like uh talking about how like those organizational skills and this is why when I was younger I used to get mad at the fact that any type of grading system whatsoever was based on classwork and shit like that because I was like that's all bullshit like anybody can do an assignment especially when assignments are just graded for completion which is very common just like oh you turned it in you did it oh you took notes that's a fucking 10 out of 10 whatever it's like that used to piss me off because I was like I don't need to do this just give me the test I'll take the test, I'll get a good grade on it, and then if that could be my grade, that would be fucking awesome, you mm-hmm. know, because that to me was the importance of like, okay, here was the subject, here's what I needed to know, I know that now, that should be good. But then, as I've gotten older, and seen how my lack of ability to develop those skills, such as organization, and time management, and just structure in general, how those things have affected me, and now I'm looking back at it and being like, Maybe those should be a part of school. Should they be as big of a part of school? Should classwork be 50% of your grade and tests should only be 15%? Probably not. But it should definitely, I think tests should be the biggest part of your grade because ultimately knowledge of the material should be, in my opinion, the most important thing when you're in school to learn something. Knowing something should be the end goal. But like also, you know, and I used to look at it as like, okay, well, school was clearly just trying to structure us to fit into a mold, which is why they were less concerned of our actual knowledge and more concerned with just our ability to conform to a system. So that used to bug me. But now I'm sitting here at 28 years old with no ability to conform to a system. And I've failed in any instance where I've attempted to. And so now I live in this weird wishy-washy type of life where it's like I just do whatever the fuck pops in my brain anymore. I think I'll go to the studio. I think I'll do this. I think I'll go that. And when you're somebody else who's on the other end of that, who's like, well, you know, can you make time for me? It's like, I don't know. I don't know because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in an hour. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the hard thing too when like when you do date someone and they don't understand your lifestyle. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's, like, you know, they always say, like, don't, if you're, like, doing whatever you're doing, like, don't date, like, for comics, like, don't date other comics. But also, like, I don't know, I feel slightly different about that in my relationship just because, like, dating another comic, it's, like, they kind of, you both kind of understand who each other are already before even, like, 
being like, okay, where'd you grow up? Or what school did you go to? What is this or that? It's like the person you are at your core is like, okay, mm-hmm. we know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, we mm-hmm. can just be chill around each other. We can bullshit. Like, we're not really going to be too thrown off if we say something weird because we know yeah. you're trying to be funny yeah. or like, uh, like, oh, I'm out late this night, but like, we can hang out tomorrow, but I got to leave and I'll... I'll be back at like 12 a.m. because I'm driving back from D.C., but like hopefully I can come over or whatever. You know, yeah. it's like you just kind of, if you already know what you're getting into, that's what I was saying, like just at the beginning of things, be like, hey, like don't think any of this shit has to do with you. This is just how I work. I just want to let you know about my patterns before you think too deeply into them. Yeah, yeah. And also just it's it's a difficult, when when you've had an experience before where it turned out that the person you were wasn't like satisfactory for another person then you start to almost feel like okay well that's it's not going to work for anyone yeah like the person i am just isn't going to work well and you know and that that's hard too because it's like like yeah i know i know what you're saying and like it is hard like when those situations arise but it's also like it's better than you know if you did stick together and then their plan of having a kid by 30 is just out the window because you're still trying to peak yeah. or whatever. <laughs> peak, baby. <laughs> still set up in camp. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. Well, and not, and yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not, I'm, no. you know. Dude. I know you know. We I know it. you we know. I think the ultimate thing is, uh, and it's a, it's a. Oh shit! Something happened. Well, hold up. Just stop the recording real quick. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're getting back into it. We had a little freeze real quick. Yeah, that was that was impressive. It was impressive how quickly we got back to it, dude. Oh yeah. But we just we keep rolling with the punches. Hell yeah, dude. We're never gonna let this stuff set us mm. back anymore. What was I about to say? I was gonna say that ultimately. Uh, the end all be all is, is a personal realization for yourself, which is that I don't even like when I think about the things that I care about, I care about this. I care about music. I care about those things. The dating and all that stuff. I literally like, I kind of care about it. Mm-hmm. But I I don't like it's not it's like it's not like it's on the back burner a little bit exactly it's like in the top three but it's number three it's yeah. barely top three and so when you go into something like that it's like how are you going to start a relationship by saying you're number three <laughs> you're number three yeah I care about this this boom 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 and maybe you know hopefully that changes once. Once you're in it. Once you're in it. Mm. Once you're in it. And also once things start rolling. Because right now it's like, I feel like it's like a race against the clock. You know? I don't know what clock I'm thinking of. I don't know exactly what time frame uh, I'm basing this sense of urgency off of. But for whatever reason, it's just like, there's this, uh, there's a good song by Jackson Brown, uh, and it's called Doctor My Eyes. Mm-hmm. And I remember I was walking to school one morning with uh, Tim Jarosinski, who is my neighbor. And he showed me uh, this song. And it's a really good song. 
Dr. Madison. And one of the lines, I was like, oh, that's a cool line. It's, uh, people go just where they will. I never noticed them until I got this feeling that it's later than it seems. And I was like, yo, I guess he's probably talking about like this weird, because he, Jackson Brown was kind of like, he he was a guy that like, um you know who he is, right? Jackson mm-hmm. Brown, he wrote like, she's gotta be somebody's. He actually lived in the apartment below the guys in the Eagles hmm. out in LA. And he was writing, they, they tell a story about how he was just writing that song just on repeat on his piano like all day. And all they'd ever hear was that song, just him jamming on the piano. And he was a guy that was just doing that for years. And I guess he communicated that in his song about just like feeling like, you know, I got to fucking get somewhere. I got to do some blah, blah, blah. It's like you, it's this weird sense of urgency where it's like to truly enjoy the journey, you're appreciating every every stop along the way, every mm-hmm. step, every time you set up base camp, you're like, I'm happy where I'm at. To not ever be happy where you're at, I hope goes away. I hope that uh, there is a point when you become satisfied. But I don't think that's how it works. I think you yeah. have to change the way you look at things or else you'll never be happy with where you're I at. I think... Um I don't know. I think it's it's a good thing and a bad thing because if you're if you keep progressing with how you are and you do like you hit a couple strides and you think like, "All right, cool. I'm cool. I'm going to chill." Mhm. The moment you chill is like kind of your peak. Yes. Mm-hmm. But if you still think in the back of your head like, "Ah, oh, no, I can do better." You're still hitting those strides and you just keep going and going. Yeah. I think I think mentally it may not be healthy at a certain point, but I also that's way down the line when like you know they always say that uh, like Dave Attell is like very very self critical of his own jokes even mm-hmm. like now to this day, and it's like dude you're one of the best comics how are you gonna be yeah. fucking yeah how do you say you just bombed when you crushed for like thirty mm-hmm. minutes straight on all mm-hmm. new shit. Yeah, and it's like ah no, that was hack or like that was mm-hmm. bullshit. Da, da, da. I'm gonna try it some other way now. Yeah, I I will. I think up. that's just how you just keep getting better. I think it, there's like it again. Everything comes down to a balance, and I there's got to be a confidence in your craft, but there's also got to be a confidence in what you know you want to do and where you want to take what you're doing. Yeah. And you kind of have to be able to, to like, keep going. You have to have a balance of like you have to hone in on your weak points. Like you know, I played at CNR over the weekend with John, which is super fun, by the way. Um, also, leading into another story on Saturday, but on Friday night we played at CNR for the first time, which is like the Towson's Country Bar, but it's pretty mm-hmm. much just like a collegey type of bar. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we fucking crushed. Like we did great. And but the whole next day, I was just sitting there fucking obsessing over the fact that I played this one song that nobody was into <laughs> over the course of four hours. And I was just like, I can't believe I fucking did that. I can't believe I what did What was it. it? I played I'm Yours by Jason Mraz. Mm. And it just wasn't the right moment. Wasn't the right time. It was in the beginning of the the set. So it was like the beginning of the night. So mm. it, like, you know, I usually... You're still warming up. Yeah, I don't try to fucking like come out of the fucking gates with do 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 it's like no you gotta fucking say that shit you keep that shit in your back pocket yeah let people drink a little bit first yeah 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 yeah. but like it was just one of those moments where i was like ah fuck but like you know overall great gig 
But, you know, you have those, you know, like you're saying about like Dave Attell and being like self-critical and things like that. That is how you get better. Like, I, I yeah. feel like talking... And now, you know, the next time you play CNR, you're like, all right, I'm going to leave Mraz on the table. I mm-hmm. might not whip him out this time unless someone asks me to. How much... Okay, so... It's all just about tightening up tuning and just, like, getting rid of all the fat. And we, we talk a lot, obviously. How much do you, like, do you feel a pressure to be successful in comedy or are you more just enjoying being comedian? Um, I mean, I feel the pressure of like getting to a point in my life where I can live it how I want to live it. And that is getting to a point where I barely have to do anything except do comedy or like fun video stuff or like, cause it's like, no matter how big I get in one aspect of my life, I'll always like doing like, you know, music videos or comedy or, you know, playing fucking video games or some shit. Like it doesn't, my stuff that I'm interested in isn't all necessarily like things that I want to do to make money. <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah. I like, um, I don't know. And I think that's what kind of takes the fun out of something sometimes. So, I don't know. I mean, there's definitely there definitely is a pressure to wanting to get to a point in my life where I can do those things mm-hmm. and just like fucking you know sleep till fucking noon, wake up, make a fucking sandwich, binge TV or play video games, and then like you know at the end of the night do two shows or whatever, and then do two more the next two nights, and then chill for the next four days in a row, and then go back to it. Yeah. Like, I think that'd be great. Yeah. I think that, like, and and so I... My goal in life is to live, like, it's summer all the time. Yes. Just be able to, like, do whatever the fuck I want to do, whenever the fuck I want to do, but also still have, like, you know, a couple, like, you know, bare minimum shit that I have to do to get by. Oh yeah. And, and that's like, and, and so like, for instance, like I feel like in a lot of ways I kind of have that right now and I don't appreciate it ever because I, it just becomes new normal and you're just used to it. Mm -hmm. But like, I really do just get to like, you know, even now that like Mike Moran is starting to record his songs here and now I'm doing like hours of studio time a week and and Mm -hmm. producing his stuff and getting better and stuff like that. And it's like, what, you know, I start to come in and it's like most of the time when I come into the studio, it's because somebody's meeting me here. And it's like, mm-hmm. holy shit, like mo- most days of the week, I'm here at the studio actually doing something and it's actually, I'm actually getting paid to do it, yeah. which is cool. And then compound that on top of, and then my real job is just playing music at bars too, which is also something I enjoy. So it's like mm-hmm. at no point, you know, and then you take that for granted. But then again, it's like, it's almost like you don't, because it's where, it's where your reality conflicts with your expectation. Mm -hmm. And when those things are in alignment, that's, I guess what happiness is. And, and, and like, I just remember, I always think back to like in high school when I made it to States in wrestling and I realized when I got to college park, I was like, I don't care if I win this match. I really don't care. Mm -hmm. I didn't 
verbalize that in my mind at the time. I didn't process it that way. I just felt this weird emotion where I was like satisfied. I was just happy that I was there because of losing every fucking match freshman year on JV being basically a fat piece of shit and then making it by senior year being like a, a state contender. That was like, damn. And then it was kind of like, I guess in my mind, I realized that like, that's going to be the pinnacle of your, and you're not going to become a fucking Olympic wrestler. You're not going to go D1. Mm -hmm. These guys are fucking insane. These guys are as talented at this as you are at what you do. So, you know, at the end of the day, you're always going to be like that kid who placed fifth in the fucking talent show. Like, yeah, pretty good, but not that great. That's going to be you in wrestling. But like the fact that whatever reason, I actually felt like I had reached that pinnacle of my own potential, that's what was satisfying to me. Yeah. I didn't, there was not like an actual material goal that I had. I didn't have this goal of like, I want to win this. I want to do that. It was just like, I want to feel happy. I want to feel like I did the best I could and I got to the best point I could. And perhaps because I'm looking at the stuff we're doing right now and I'm thinking like, I have this weird sense of like, what I think we could be doing, mm -hmm. that it's like, because I have those expectations of myself and my friends, it's like I'm never just happy to be where we're at, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, you're always thinking like, what's next? Yeah. And I, you know, I get that. That's just like human shit. But yeah, I don't know. I think you have a much healthier way of looking at life than I do, to be honest. I mean, true. Yeah, maybe, but also like... I don't know. I I think I also have some of the similar issues, but I try to, I think like, I don't know. They always, we've talked about this like a million times yeah. on the podcast, yeah. but like, just like the secret of like, just like speaking things into an existence and positive affirmations not like fucking like weird posters all over my room being like yeah you go girl or like yeah. boss up bitch or yeah. whatever the fuck like, yeah i'm not talking about shit like that but like just doing the minimum of looking at yourself in the mirror and not calling yourself a piece of shit or like and not even saying anything good but just like not letting that happen or yeah. like if like you're kind of worried about where you are just for one second reflect and be like oh yeah like five years ago i was working a fucking shitty job and like yeah like i was miserable and like when i first started doing shit i'm doing now it was like i'd get adrenaline every time i did it and i was so mm -hmm. fucking hype and like it's like oh yeah i can i yeah. can still remember that and yeah. it's like I'll try to feel that way. Yeah. Like, I'll try to just, like, keep doing that. Because otherwise, it's, like, just a mental drain. And it's, like, the more you think about it, the deeper down the hole you go. And mm -hmm. it's, like, now I got to climb out of that every time I want to keep going forward. Or just start where I was at that plateau mm -hmm. and then keep going forward. It Instead of taking, you know, two steps back, one forward, I'm taking one back, two forward. Yeah, exactly. Dude, you know, when when... I'm surprised you don't remember this at the end of last week's podcast when I, because I, I remember that like maybe because yeah. I, I thought it was way more just because, significant of an interaction. Well, than it I was. think also just because like we were both, we had both just spliffed. Yeah, and I think I was just like in a zen mode, mm -hmm. and 
that was happening to you and when you talked about it like it was jogging my memory but also yeah. it wasn't like oh my god like jimmy freaked out at the end of the podcast yeah it was more just like ah dude don't worry just yeah you know take a sip of water calm down you'll exactly be fine. exactly it wasn't like oh my god I no it wasn't like that but what's funny <laughs> is like it's in picking up <laughs> it keeps camera switching everywhere uh, <laughs> i shit. Ah, shit. fuck it dude we got the audio yeah, we'll just keep going. And yeah, then we'll we'll just wrap up. We'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. But like, because we're almost at we're probably almost at like two hours. Oh yeah, that. easily. Um, the thought, and this is this is the best way that I've ever had to, and this is why I think certain things in life about like that's why I think sports are so important. Not even necessarily sports, but learning how to lose and learning what it's like to be getting to to be losing I think more just like getting your ego checked but also it's it's it's, it's like it's, it's like that gland in a dog you gotta squeeze <laughs> it's like every once in a while you just yeah. gotta take your dog to get their butt squeezed and it's like <laughs> yeah, dude, dude every once in a while you just need to get your butt squeezed at a fucking you know kickboxing gym or some shit yeah. or like you gotta like lose the intramural fucking soccer game <laughs> you gotta get your butt your squeezed adult, <laughs> your adult frisbee league you lost the when you get that eagle the, the reason that's important is because when you're losing you when i have those things and it's definitely hereditary it's definitely hereditary where my family certainly, absolutely, and I hate even talking about it because it seems so annoying to me when I hear other people talk about it, and it annoys me because people talk about it as if they're a victim of it. I hate when people talk from the perspective of being a victim. Uh, it mm -hmm. bothers me. It actually, I have like a, a natural like repulsion to to that conversation. Um, and you're you're talking about them being hyperbolic about being a victim not yes. necessarily or like, like yeah, yeah i was at the police station the other day paying off a ticket and this bitch wouldn't shut up about being robbed yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i mean like when people talk about like my like all those memes like the fucking millennials like when you're crippling anxiety and trauma it's like shut the fuck up just like fucking yeah. like shut up it annoys me yeah you don't even have bullies anymore you're you're yeah. homeschooled there's no such thing <laughs> how are you getting bullied i when those things happen, like, you know what was going through my fucking mind when I was sitting there? And this is, this is something that you have, to, you have to, like, actually understand what's causing. Anxiety is, it, it, to me, the best way I can describe it, it's your mind basically talking shit about you. And a lot of times you don't even know what it's saying. A lot of times you just have these negative feelings. And the reason why people ha experience this anxiety, at least for me, um, I'm imagining this is probably the case for most people that experience it. A lot of times, the healthiest, the most effective way to rid yourself of that feeling of anxiety is to actually understand what are those. It's kind of like when you when you have um, your computer open and you have like seven different tabs going. And there's something running in the background that's slowing down the processor. Mm -hmm. But you're not on that page. You're like browsing the internet, but your YouTube video is loading slow. And you don't really process like what's running in the background. What's running in the background of your fucking mind that's causing you to experience these negative feelings, these negative thoughts and emotions that if you actually, you have to actually take the time to look at it. And that's actually the hardest part 
But the next step is then you have to, you have to, like for me, when I was sitting there, what was going through my mind was I was mixing that song and you were chilling over there high and I was high mixing the song. And this is how fucked up the thought process was. I actually was really liking it and I really was sitting there going, this actually is starting to sound like how I want this to sound and I'm actually starting to see that I'm getting good enough with the the different things to like make it to be quicker with it and to get the sound I want to come out of it and to experiment and try different shit and like do it real quick and know what I'm doing and that's a positive thought but then immediately immediately all these thoughts just rush into my mind it's too late dude it's too late what's the fucking point yeah, what's the fucking point to? Yeah, you got good at it, but you're fucking 20. So why does it even fucking matter? You should have been this good four years ago. Nobody's going to fucking care. It's over. You're fucking done. Who gives a fuck? All those thoughts. And then, because I've taken the time to understand that those are the fucking annoying-ass computer tabs that are constantly running in the back of my mind, which simultaneously make me constantly want to make improvements in my life, but also, at the same time, aka the definition of simultaneously, Make me never happy with where I'm at because I constantly have these fucking shit going on in the back of my mind. So once you identify it, then you're literally sitting there and I'm literally sitting there. You're just EQing those thoughts, dude. It's actually like being in a wrestling match with those thoughts. And that's how I actually think about it. I literally sit there and in my mind, I'm picturing this like annoying ass hater version of myself in my head. This fucking hater version of me. Just fuck you. You suck, dude. Fuck. You're not doing shit. Who cares, bro? And then you're literally like my, you know, it's like, it's like you're being pinned by him. It's like you're being pinned by him and you got to fight back and, and to understand that you can beat those thoughts. And the easiest way to beat those thoughts is it's Get a, a simple tube, dude. <laughs> Get a new tube. Get a new the tube. love frequency, the love baby. Frequency. It's to understand that ultimately going back to what you're saying about positive manifestation, what's the fucking point? What is the fucking point of thinking like that? Even if it's true, what's the point? How does it benefit you to be doing something and doing it well, but then to have it clouded out by your stupid fucking annoying thoughts about how, well, it's still not good because of this, that, the other thing. Those things don't help you. They're useless thoughts. You're dragging down your fucking computer processor, and they're dragging you back from being able to reach your full potential if you would simply just visualize in your mind what the fuck you want to do and do it and not give a fuck about anything else. And that's the hardest thing. It's just to convince yourself and fucking literally wrestle those fucking thoughts off. And, and that's, that's always been the way I've looked at it. And that's the way, in my opinion, I feel like you have to look at it, which is why it annoys me when people discuss it from this statehood of victimhood, because there's a lot of things I haven't experienced in life that I can't speak on. Um, but I, I do feel like I can speak on that because I, it is something that affects me every day. Um, but I just don't let on to it. And so people, people, when I say things like, dude, get the fuck up, you have to fucking think like, they're like, you don't fucking understand. It's like, no, I do understand. I actually do understand. I just don't let on to it. And people think because I, I maintain this fucking demeanor or whatever that it doesn't bother me, but it does. It does. But the, the approach to it has to be an approach of fuck this shit. I'm better than that. Not this thing is beating me. It's beating me. As long as you look at it, like this thing's beating you, it is. It yeah. is. You got to fucking pin that or else it pins you. Yeah, man. Pin or get pinned. I feel like we can uh, we can slow things down. 
probably gone two owies. Yeah, dude. Sorry about that. I fucking. Oh, you're good. Want a fucking psych rant? Nah, dude. All all good. Uh, if uh, you guys want to see the rest of this video, <laughs> it's on our Patreon. Or <laughs> yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. something. That's not real. <laughs> Much like the crashed. rest of this video. <laughs> 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 you know the audio audio does, does it we're a podcast folks you know you just yeah. listen to this shit we only put out the first hour and 48 minutes of podcast for our free listeners now on yeah. video <laughs> <laughs> and also for the paid one <laughs> <laughs> and also for the paid one <laughs> <laughs> which hmm, let me check in zero so zero far? so uh <laughs> sorry to hear about it well yeah dude um let's see any plugs for you dude i'm assuming no shows yet or anything Nah, nothing, dude. Fucking, uh, just hard chilling, hard podcasted, and oh, really? uh, hard casting. Just working, dude. Just been working. Tight. I feel like I've been working now more than I did before the podcast. That's sweet, though. <laughs> I guess. I mean, you making more money? You making the same amount of money? Just I think working the same more. Same amount of money. Okay. Well. <laughs> oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah. You're getting better. That's all that fucking matters. No, I better. mean, I just think I think everyone's just trying to make up for lost time from like the middle of the year. Now they're just all trying to cram through all the shit they wanted to do all right now. But you know, well, shouts out to ATV Productions, guys. Yeah, if anybody needs at a video ATV done. Productions. Yeah, hit us up if you want anything done. If you get a big enough job and Joey runs out of every other possible option, you might see me on the shoot. <laughs> He's going to have to go through a fucking list. A or, long list. Or have that in your rider. Just be like, I want a video done, but I could only trust Jimmy Celeste to capture the correct audio. Yes. That would be sick to have in a rider. Because then I can have Use my own rider. Use promo code LFTS and we'll add an extra $300 onto your budget to have Jimmy do sound. <laughs> <laughs> promo code lfts i love promo it i love it <laughs> um let's see what the fuck do i have going on uh this week to all my bel-air people harford county shouts out i'll be at the lodge the hickory lodge that's one of the spots up there you guys love loonies north and you love the lodge um i'll be there from four to eight this friday october 23rd solo dole on it and then for all you downtown people, Harbor East, the Bougies, I'll be at Lock Bar uh, October 24th. That's a Saturday from 9 to midnight with the illustrious Joe Niehaus and our coveted duo. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, I'm taking Halloween weekend off. Nice. And I am in no position to be taking off any weekends, but I'm fucking doing it because Halloween, I've decided, is my favorite holiday. And I'm not fucking missing a, a minute of it, even though it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. I just want to be sitting in my house watching movies at the very least. Yeah. And maybe maybe I might play Monster Mash this weekend. Who knows? Ooh. We're doing the mash. It was a Monster Mash. I that reminds that me. Um, it's only for the next two weeks, I think. Mm -hmm. And I think I'm only doing this Saturday and maybe so i'm doing this saturday next thursday and friday maybe next saturday for halloween probably not but i got three more ghost tours i'm doing Ooh. so if anyone wants to get spooked out in sykesville oh, come yeah. through to the sykesville ghost tours Gotta plug and that. you'll catch uh catch me and liz giving you a nice little uh, one-hour discussion about the ghosts haunting the town. What's the along company? Along with the other... Uh, like, how do you sign up for that? 
So I know they have an Eventbrite. So uh, this other couple called the Eckharts, um, they run ghost tours and seances out of Sykesville and a couple other places, but mainly in Sykesville. And uh, yeah, we've just been taking over for them for a couple of these because they've been busy with the seances. And uh, yeah, it's fun. It's been fun doing them, getting some decent uh, dineros out of it. Hell yeah. A couple tips, couple tips at the end of the tour. That's always nice having oh, yeah. like parents give their kid a couple bucks to then like scurry over to you to pass it off because <laughs> they don't want to get COVID. Like, yeah. You hand it to them. <laughs> you hand it. No, to I them. just think I think I don't know. When I was a kid, I feel like my parents had me do stuff oh, yeah, like that, sure. where it's like, sure. oh, you want to do like an adult thing here? Give them a tip. Yeah, that's a. I love that. I love when parents do that. They give the money to the kid. They throw it in the bucket. Kids are just like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm just like, thanks. I could have got candy with this. this yeah. sucks. <laughs> I say thanks. <laughs> the kid and i look to the parents to say thanks to them but uh yeah dude just uh just go to sykesville main street listen for call me maybe on a radio speaker yeah. and that's where you'll find eric yeah we're out of the sykesville distillery so uh yeah we're there this saturday next thursday and friday the 29th and 30th so come through bring your spooky shoes they've been fun they've been selling out it's hell yeah good. yeah yeah we've they've been all sellouts except the first one we did our trial run on that's good. That's yeah. a good one to not be sold out on. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. At LFTS Podcast, at Eric Glazer, at Jimmy Seleski. We're here, bitches. You know it. Peace. Peace.